Well, we are in the series. Y'all gonna be seated. We're in the series that we're gonna finish this month. I love my church. We've been in this series. We've been talking about the church. Who is the church? We are the church. And how does Jesus feel about his church? Jesus would say, I love my church. I love my church. He loved the church so much that he bled and he died for the church. And who's the church? One more time. Who's the church? So it's easy to think like God loves you and it's easy to think God loves them. But sometimes we forget that God loves even me and he loves me. And I love that song, man. I'm the most loved I've ever been right now. Like God loves me. He couldn't love me any less. Are you with me? And it was never based on what I could do. Always based on what he could do. Now, God loved us enough that God didn't just set it and forget it. God didn't just create us and then abandon us. God didn't just make us and say, okay, now you're on your own. Figure it out. God is not a God that he is so far away that, that he cannot hear. He cannot be moved. He cannot be touched by our cries, by our pleas and our prayers. He is engaged. Would you say that word with me? Engaged. God is engaged with us. And so he's so engaged that he sent us a text message. It's 66 books. 66 books. It's, it's one continuous story. And it's all about one name. That's the name of Jesus. And as we get into the word, the word gets into us. And that's powerful because the word is alive the word is active. And when you get into the word, the word gets into you. God changes you. You know what I'm talking about? God changes you. Uh, let, let me, let me put it out there like this to you. The last two weeks been a little cray cray in our world. And I just, this is just my world. And I'm sure this is your world too. So I just know about my world. So I'm going to share with you about my world. You know, we moved, so we moved and it's, it has been so crazy. Steph and I have been like ships passing in the night. Because we're in Pensacola now. Jane's going to Navarre High. Two of the kids are in Woodlawn Beach Middle School. We're in Pensacola. And so our schedules have changed. The kids are in wrestling. Riley and Gavin are in wrestling. Jane's in volleyball. They have YTH on Wednesday night. You know, just different things. And if you got kids, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm not complaining. I'm just, I, I, I'm just connecting. I'm not complaining. I'm connecting. And you're going to see here in just a minute. So, so we, were, we were thinking the other day, we're like, you know, we have not had one dinner at the new house. We've been eating fast food. Now, fast food for a little bit is all right. But fast food... And more fast food and more. Don't you just get to the point where you're like, dear God, I don't want any more fast food, please. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can only enjoy it for so long. And if you disagree, you're young. Congratulations. You are young. You should enjoy. What is it? Ecclesiastes. Enjoy the days of your youth. Well, you can eat all the fast food you want and your, your uh, pants don't tighten. You know, it's a bad day when you put on pants and they don't fit. And you're like, well, up. I'm going to try this pair and they don't fit. That's a bad day. So then we started thinking, we're like, 
honestly, the truth is kids are in school. Honestly, the truth is like, how many meals have we actually had here as a family at this house? Not one, not one meal. Now, now I say that just to connect with you because sometimes life gets crazy. Doesn't it get crazy? It gets crazy. And if we're not careful, the craziness and the chaos can cause us to drift. And, and I would say our attitudes specifically. So today, Saturday, yesterday was Friday and we were sitting there with our kids and we said, Hey, little, little family meetings. You ever have a family meeting? We're like, we're going to have a family meeting. And I just said, I want to go first. I want to apologize because I'm pretty sure I've been a little extra loving. No, that's not what I said. I said, moody. I've been a little moody. I think I've been a little short and I want y'all to forgive me. I mean, the other day, Jaden was sleeping. He, he didn't go to school Friday. He was out of school. He was sleeping in and he fell asleep on the couch. What's awesome is awesome, except for the couch is right there by the door and our couch doesn't fit in the living room, in this living room. So we kind of got it worked out <laughs> and he's sleeping right by the doorknob. And, and my other two are just like no care in the world. Like they got up at five and four thirty, So everybody should be up. Y'all know what I'm talking about? And so they're making all kinds of noise and they're a little fussing here, a little fighting there, a little here and there. And I'm like, dude, your brother's sleeping, have some respect. And then they go out the door slam. Then they come back in the door slam. And I'm telling you, it was just boiling up in me. And I don't know what this looked like, but I'm pretty sure I, I, I told Gavin, I was like, listen to me. <laughs> It's like, be quiet, be quiet. And you know, then the kids, the kids started saying the same thing. Well, well, one of the kids started saying the same thing. They said, I think I've been a little short too, forgive me. And we started talking about the importance of getting in God's word. And then one of our kids said, you know, daddy, I really do notice a difference when I read the Bible in the morning and when I don't. It's totally different how I act, how I think. And that's where we've been the last couple weeks. And the truth is, the truth is, if you're here to hear something that you've never heard before in the Bible, I don't know that you're going to hear it. I think really the challenge for us is, as James would tell us, which is where our text is today, is that we are called, we are chosen to not just be hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word. God don't want you just to, to hear it. God wants you to do it. To, to, God doesn't just want you to know it. God wants you to show it. Are you with me? God don't want you just to hear it. Say it with me. God don't want us just to hear it. God wants us to do it. He doesn't just want us to know it. God wants us to show it. That's what God wants us to do. And so just like one of our kids was like, man, I notice a difference. That's why we're taking the time. Now, some of you've walked with Jesus for years, you've been a Christian for a long time. And the truth is you're like, man, I know all this stuff. Well, Jesus said, man, you're happy if you do it. And so what we've done is we kind of pumped the brakes in this series. And, and you know, when you, when you're on a big cruise ship, a cruise ship can't turn on a dime, can't turn on a dime, a little speedboat can, sea do can, 
But for our church, we want everybody to make the trip. We want everybody on this journey. So we've slowed it down and Steph and I started with talking about the word of God and, and we broke it down and I hope that you've remembered. In fact, some of you guys have posted, whether it was the Graham Instagram or on social media and just what God is doing in your life and what you're learning and what God's doing deep within your life as you've get, gotten in the word and that is absolutely incredible. Just a quick reminder, we talked about a couple things <clears throat> Talked about a couple things. Number one, we talked about picking a place. That you ought to pick a place. If you pick a place, it's, it's special. You say, man, this is where I'm going to meet with God. I'm going to pick a place. Then we talked about setting a time. And we talked about how this doesn't always work out. It's not always the case. But if you can schedule an appointment with Almighty God, why wouldn't you? This Friday... I have a Zoom meeting with a very influential, very powerful man. And I'm really excited. I'm getting 20 minutes of his time. 20 minutes. 20 minutes seems like a long time if you hold your breath, right? But if you're just talking, 20 minutes goes by like that. What if we looked at it that way? What if we realized that, man, we get time with God. We're, we're getting some of God's time when we meet with God. And you know what will happen? What will happen is that you'll see that God will speak to you. And God will teach you which way you should go. So then when you have a promotion that comes up, then when someone over here, hey, we could move. And then, then over here, my kids are kind of, and I'm struggling with this. All of a sudden, you'll find out that God is speaking to you right where you are. God is not so far off that God doesn't know how to connect with you. That God, God is so far away in heaven that God's spotlight is dim when it comes to your life. And you can't even walk straight. No, no, the word is a lamp unto our feet and it's a light to our path. So if I'm walking blindly, I risk stubbing my toes. Nothing hurts worse than that. You never think more about your toe, do you, than when you stub it in the middle of the night, right? It's not fun. So we're going to set a time. We're going to pick a place. We're going to do that. We're going to get a plan. We're going to get a plan. If you haven't done that, do that. Download you version. Get a plan. There's so many plans out there. Today, Riley was like, Daddy, I, I started this new plan. And I love to hear that. Get a plan. There's so many different ways. And then we talked about just being consistent. Just be consistent. And that's the beauty of setting a time and picking a place. Be consistent. You probably work out at the same gym. You go to the same dentist. You probably shop at the same stores, right? So getting this, making it a part of your lifestyle because it's not about legalism. It's not about something that I have to do. It's actually something that I get to do. And the truth is, when I do it, it's something that I realize, boy, I sure want to do this. And then we repeat it daily. We talked about reading God's word. When you read God's word, God's word will read you. It'll read you. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. We talked about don't just read it, but study it and memorize it. Last week was studying God's word. And, and we talked about how that when you read the Bible, ask questions. Who is talking? 
Who's talking? Who's, who's talking to who? When did this happen? Where did this happen? I'm telling you, if you want the Bible to come alive, you know what I did after right before going to Israel and I've been to Bible college and all that, but you know what, man, getting ready to go to Israel, I got out the maps, but then going to Israel totally changed it. Cause now I understood where places were. And so I would get a map out. And as I'm reading the gospels, going through the gospels, I had my map right here and I'd come to a little town and then I'd look over here and it wasn't like one, we've got them, I think in the back of our Bibles right there. I mean, we got great maps. You can do that. And then you realize, wait a second, Jesus was here speaking to them. And then Jesus goes all the way out of his way to speak to her. And so who's speaking and who's speaking to who and, and where are they? And, and what is the context within this passage, what is this saying? So we're talking about studying it and observing. That was the big word last week. We observed, man, observe God's word. And, and either sin will keep you from this book or this book will keep you from sin. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm just going to preach to me for a minute. I can scroll, baby. My thumb, boy, y'all don't want to thumb wrestle me. I got a thumb. It's a chant. It's an undisputed champion thumb. This thumb right here, boy, I can scroll with the best of them and I'm talented. I'm multi-thumbed. I do right thumb or left thumb, left thumb with my phone, man. I just write down, just flick it, baby. I just come on, scroll, scroll. And I can read and read and read. Right. Right. Cause what do we have sometimes FOMO fear missing out want to miss out. Right. And if we're not careful, you know, what's crazy is when we go to our phone and realize you ever go to that screen that tells you how long you've been on Facebook, how long you've been on Instagram. Yeah, I'd never see it. I don't want to see it. I deleted that. That app's of the devil. And then the truth is like, just for me, if I'm not careful, I can get so busy that I'm barren. And busyness is the enemy of intimacy. Andy Stanley I heard him say it 20 years ago. It changed my life. Busyness is the enemy of intimacy. See, if the devil can't get you, if he can't mislead you, you know what he'll do? He'll get behind you and he'll push you. He'll get you going real fast so that you miss the things of God. See, if you're going real fast and you pass a billboard and you're going super fast, you can't read it. And God's word is right here and it's powerful and it's alive and it will change your life. Whatever you're going through, whatever issue, whatever problem, whatever addiction, God's word is the answer. And last week we talked about how that we can stand on the word of God. We can actually stand on the word of God. We don't have to be blown over by culture. We don't have to be blown over by pandemics because we are grounded, planted cemented in the word and the word is God's word. This isn't my word. It's not your word. This is God's word. And God has something that he wants you to understand. And if you don't spend time with him, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. If you do spend time with him, you're going to become wise First scripture tells us walk with the wise. And what happens? You will become wise. Now, I want to illustrate just a simple truth. Let's go to James real quick. Let's go to James real fast. James chapter one. Let's go to James chapter one. And we talked about scripture. 
that we talked about observing scripture. Don't just read it to check it off. Don't just like blow through it like, and you just do it and it's checked off. No, no, like, like go slow, like enjoy it, enjoy it. My sister and I used to go to Kroger in Tennessee. We lived in Franklin and Kroger would give you a cookie. And I loved Kroger because Kroger would give you a cookie. And uh, you know what happened is we'd go to Kroger and get that cookie. And then I'd get that chocolate chip cookie. They'd ask me, what, what do you want? I'm like, what do you mean, what do I want? There's only like one, come on, chocolate chip right there. And my sister would get a cookie. And you know what she would do? She would put it in her pocket and she would save it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you know what I'd do? I'd eat it in like two bites. I'd eat it in two bites, man. We'd get in the car and then she'd reach inside her coat pocket. Yeah. The rapper, you know, make some noise. You know, she'd pull that out. She'd look at me. She'd take a little bite. Oh, so good. And I'm sitting there. I'm just drooling. I'm just drooling. She'd eat that thing so slow. She'd enjoy it right in front of me. Christy, if you're watching this, you need to repent. <laughs> she'd eat it so slowly in front of me. And I'm like, she's like, you already had yours. You just ate it so fast. You couldn't enjoy it. You with me? And I think sometimes if we're not careful, man, we just right through the word of God. And we're like, done. I did it to be a good Christian. And that's not what it's about. It's air for us to breathe. That's what it is. It's light for us to see. It's oxygen to our souls. And so as we look here in James, we're going to read in James. We're going to illustrate this. God's word will change your life. It will absolutely change your life. So now we're going to act on God's word. So we had scripture. S. O, we're going to observe the scripture. Now, A, A. We're going to spell out the word this week and next week. We'll finish. We're going to spell out the word soap. Would you write that down? Soap, S-O-A-P. Soap is something we all use. Hopefully. When I was a student pastor, I'm not kidding you. We would take kids on a trip and that's when you found out. We would take them on a trip and you'd find out and it never, never failed. There would always be middle schoolers, plural, and sometimes even a high schooler too, that we go on a two or three day trip and they wouldn't shower. And we're like, I finally, one time we're like, dude, we're going to throw you in the shower. And the dude didn't believe us. So we picked him up, turned on the shower, threw him in the shower. He had his clothes on. Don't worry. We picked him up, threw his butt in that shower, started putting soap on him. We're like, you are getting clean, buddy. Let's go, man. We can't put up with that anymore. Soap, soap's a good thing and we need to use it daily. And if you remember this acronym soap, you got scripture, then observation. We're going to observe. We're going to observe. What is the scripture saying? Who's talking to who? Where are they? When is this taking place? We're going to observe. And then after we observe, we're going to act on it. We're going to act on it. Let's go. James chapter one, few verses, few verses, and we're going to be through James chapter one, verse 21 in simple humility. All right. Now I'm reading from the message. I love this translation in simple humility. Let our gardener God, who's our gardener? Who's our gardener? God is our gardener. Landscape you with the word. 
No, Gulf Breeze today, my new neighbor where we're building the house, he texts me and he says, hey, Tim, hey, CLC is selling some trees and they got all kinds, man. Dude, this is awesome. They got maple and they got cherry and they got live oaks. And then he lists a whole bunch of trees. He's like, I got six, six trees for $136. This is awesome. Trees, trees. And I'm like, I'm going to go buy some trees. That's what I'm, I'm going to go buy some trees. So I go over there and the guy asked me, he said, are you a, and this, you can't make this stuff up. He said, are you a master gardener? And I went, <laughs> is this a joke? Am I on, you know, I said, no, I said, point me to the cherry tree. Which one's the cherry tree? Point me to the live oak. Which one? Oh, that's the one right in front of you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. I bought two trees. Look what scripture says in simple humility. Let our gardener, who's our gardener, God landscape you with the word. Why did I get trees? Cause we're going to be landscaping. Just got the dates into November. They're going to work on the landscaping at our house. Yes, except for it's October, <laughs> but we're going to work on the landscaping and God wants to work on your landscaping of your life right? You can take a beautiful house and if it has bad landscaping, it's no good. You can have a big giant mansion. And if you don't have nice landscaping, it just don't look right. It's like a nice car with bad wheels. You're like, you missed something. It's like a pretty person, handsome guy with bad breath. It's like, you're almost there. You're almost there. So in simple humility, why? Because we all need God to work on us. I need God to work on me. I need God to change me. I need God to mold me. So I'm more like Jesus. Are you with me? And you do too. We all do. And how does he landscape us with the word? Someone say with the word, making a salvation garden of your life. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you're anything, but letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Don't fool yourself. Are you fooling yourself? Have you fooled yourself for a while? Where you look into the word and you know what the word says and you know what you should do, but you just don't do it. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you're anything but letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Watch this. Here's the word. Here's the word. Act. A-C-T. Someone say act. Act on what you hear. Act on what you hear. Those who hear and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror. They look in the mirror. They say, man, I'm going to look in the mirror right here. And they look in the mirror and then they walk away. Now, this is something that we can relate to. And James was the half-brother of Jesus. James is the one that did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah until after the resurrection. This is James. And now James is helping us all understand and connect to this truth because every one of us looks in the mirror daily. Some of us more times than others. And so if we read the word but if we don't act on the word, then we're actually like someone who looks in the mirror and then walks away, walks away. And watch this. I love what the message says. And two minutes later has no idea. Watch this. Who they are 
what they look like. Notice, notice, I chose this translation for a reason. Because you and I think about looking in the mirror to see what we look like. But actually, when we look in the mirror, when we look in the mirror, we're reminded who we are. And who we are is more important than what we look like in God's economy. Who we are is more important than what we look like in God's economy. So you come here and I look in the mirror. And as I look in the mirror, I'm reminded who I am. Now, God's word is like a mirror. When I look in God's word, let me get it. Let me get it so we can illustrate it. Let me get it so we can get with it. Let me go right here. When we look in the mirror, we're reminded who we are. So just like I look in the mirror, I'm reminded who I am. Do you ever look in the mirror and preach yourself a little message? Do you ever have a challenge in front of you? You ever have a presentation? You ever have something coming up that requires a lot of you? And you ever get in the mirror and look at yourself and you have like a little hype? Talk just to yourself. Now listen, Timothy, Jason Payne, I'm going to tell you something, boy. You better listen up. I ain't messing. You hear me? You ever do something like that? Or am I the only one? It reminds us who we are. And when I look in God's word, I'm reminded who I am. And then it goes to the next level. When I look in the word, I'm reminded whose I am. That's important. That is powerful because the word will define you through God's eyes, but the world will define you through their eyes. And so many of us walk around defined, not because the fact that we looked in the mirror and God told us who we are. It's because we've listened to the world too long. And the world told us who we are. The world tells us you're important if you wear this name brand. If you spend this much money on a purse, you're important. You matter. And God says, no, 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 no. You matter because you were made in the image of God. We got the G-O-D-L-O-G-O. You hear what I'm saying? We got the God logo. God made you in his image. God breathed his breath into you. You and I are alive. We are breathing because God wanted to create you, breathe life into you. But whoever catches a glimpse, whoever just catches a glimpse of the revealed counsel of God, that's the word of God, a free life. You have a free life. Even if it's out of the corner of your eye, you've ever been walking and you just kind of glance and you're like, oh my gosh, you ever done that? I've done that. And we can't, we can't, can't imagine somebody that would look in a mirror, see something that needs to be addressed and not address it. Verse 25 says, whoever catches a glimpse of the revealed counsel of God, the free life, even out of the corner of his eye and sticks with it is no distracted scatterbrain. Watch this. But a man or woman of action. Action. What was the word we said earlier? Act. So we're going to act on the word of God. You want to be a man or a woman of action? By the way, show me a leader. By the way, show me someone that gets stuff done. They're a person of action. They don't just talk. They get to it. 
They jump on it. They act. And what this is saying is we don't just have to act and hope that we're acting in the right way. Because when we look into God's word, we can find, watch this, that person will find delight and affirmation in their action. So come up to the mirror and we're like, oh my goodness. Any of y'all had an oh my goodness recently? You ever looked in the mirror? You're like, oh my goodness, man, my hair. Oh my goodness. Have, have you ever gone through your day? Adults, can we just, can we just do a little throwback? Remember your teenager? Remember your teenager? We had them things called oxy pads. You remember that? Remember that? Like hundred percent alcohol. We're like, Oh, Jesus. You remember that? We're putting that thing all over. You remember that? Have you ever like, maybe you're in a hurry, you're in a rush and you looked in the mirror and you're like getting ready and, and you're so busy. You're in a hurry so much that you really didn't focus. And then about three o'clock, you notice something, you notice something is off. Something is really off. And then you think about all the people that you talked to that day and nobody said, nobody, not one. No, nobody. Oh, you had something hanging out of your nose as you're talking to everyone. And then you go to lunch and you're like, it's been there all day. And it wasn't that you used the bathroom, didn't have a mirror. It was just, you didn't take time to actually look at what you look like. You with me? The word of God is a place where we can come and we can look. And if we'll focus, if we'll observe, we observe the word and then the word observes us and the word helps us. And the word tells us, listen, stop lying because lying is going to mess you up. It's wrong to do wrong, but then it's worse to lie because if you do wrong and then you lie about it, you got to tell another lie to cover this lie. And then when you get over here, you got to tell another lie to cover this lie. And that's why God says, don't lie to one another. We come over here and we struggle with this. Maybe it's pride. And God tells us in his word that pride goes before destruction and a, someone that thinks they're all that before a fall. And God doesn't want that to happen. So he gives us his word. So here's the challenge. And then we're going to sing Jaira one more time. And then we're going to have an invitation. Here's Here's, here's the challenge, because it's not about knowing. It's actually about doing. Get in the mirror. Slow down and get in the mirror. And you know, some, sometimes we have something in our eye. And we got to get real close to that mirror. Got to get real close to that mirror. Sometimes... I mean, all it takes is a little eyelash to get in your eye. Ooh, how painful is that? And sometimes things that require the most attention requires us to get even closer to that mirror so that we can see clearly. I just want to challenge y'all. Don't just, don't just look in the mirror and walk away and forget who you are and what you look like. God doesn't want you to forget who you are. 
And you and I cannot know who we are if you and I don't spend time looking in the mirror because that's where we find our definition. The Bible is nothing more than a dictionary. It's where God defines life. He defines you. He defines your circumstances. He defines your victory. Oh my. If we just go to the word, so much would happen. Would you stand with me right now? He's enough. His word is enough. You've been, can't sleep at night. So you buy this on TV at 2 a.m. hoping that's going to help. And you don't act on it so it doesn't help. We do that, don't we, sometimes? We're going to all act. We're going to act on God's word. And as we read it, it reads us. We're going to say, okay, God, you're speaking to me. And then next week, I want you to tune back in. I want you to come back next week because next week we're going to talk about prayer. Prayer is our response to God. We have scripture observation, application or action. Next week, prayer. Let's sing it, guys. Let's sing it. Jaira, more than enough. I'll never be more loved than I am right wasn't holding you up so there was nothing I can do to let you down it doesn't take a trophy to make you proud I'll never be more loved than I am right now
God, you are enough. You always have been. to change and God loves me enough to accept me just as I am but he also loves me enough not to lead me that way if you care that much about your kids getting out of the house and their teeth are brushed hair is done comb if you as a parent care that much about your kids how much more does our heavenly father care about us to making sure we're prepared we're ready and it all hangs in the balance of the decision right here it's not about legalism it's about a lifestyle it's not about I have to it's about I get to you with me I want to pray with heads bowed and eyes closed how many would just say Tim man God is doing something in my life right now God is doing something in my life right now. Maybe you're feeling God right now. You never felt him before. Would you raise your hand? God's doing something in my life right now. Man, their hands from the front to the back. So good. So, so good. God, be with my friends. God, we just say that old hymn, Lord, while in others you're falling, don't pass us by. God, well, you're working overseas, God, God, and you're working over here and you're working over there, God. God, we want you to work right here. God, we want you to change us. God, we want you to stir us, but God, we want you to change us right here. God, help us. Help us to prioritize your word, God, so we can be more like you. Would you help us do that? Would you help us do that, God? Would you remind us? So when we look in the mirror, we can know what is true. And then we can know what we need to do. Would you give us wisdom to know what to do? And then would you give us strength? And would you give us courage to do it? In Jesus' name, amen. Would you guys be seated real quick with heads bowed and eyes closed? We're almost through, but right now I just... I want to give you an opportunity. If you're watching online, I want to give you an opportunity 
to cross the line of faith, to become a Christian. If you're here and you're hoping that your religion, your denomination, your good works will be enough to get you to heaven, it won't. There's just one way to heaven and it's Jesus. It's not Jesus plus something or Jesus minus something. It's just Jesus. Just Jesus. The word tells us that in the beginning, God made everything and it was all good. And God said, don't touch this one fruit. It'll mess you up. And Adam and Eve, they sinned. They sinned. They disobeyed. And because of that sin, death came into the world and death passed to everyone. Why? Because everybody sinned. And scripture tells us that the soul that sins will die. And that it's not just one death, but it's two deaths. It's a physical death. And then there's a spiritual death. And and if your name isn't found written in the Lamb's book of life, scripture says you'll be cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And so Jesus took our place. Jesus died on the cross so you and I wouldn't have to die spiritually. Jesus died physically so you and I wouldn't have to die spiritually. And he shed his blood on that cross because his blood was innocent and pure, the Lamb of God. And his blood was the only thing that could forgive you. And God has been tracking those sins, every sin. God knows every sin, every, I mean, we, he's got it all. I'm sure on video, he, he knows about our sin, but here's the thing. His grace is greater than our sin. And so where sin abounded, grace abounded more. And Jesus died on that cross and he said, it is finished. And what did he mean? He meant that the price that had to be paid was paid in full one time for everybody. And whoever, whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have eternal life. So it's with our mouth that we confess. What do we confess? We confess Jesus is Lord. We confess we're not. We're a sinner. It's with our mouth that we confess. And it's with our heart that we believe that Jesus didn't just die for us. He was buried and he rose again. So have you done that? Because that's how you cross the line of faith. You put your trust in Jesus. Nothing more, nothing less. If you haven't done that, today's your day. Right here, right now. I'm going to lead us in a sinner's prayer. And you're not going to pray this thing to me or through me. You're going to pray this right to God. We're, we're, we're going to go live together. We're going to speak. And God's going to listen. If you've never done it, this is your moment right now. Today, today. Sir, today is the day of salvation. Ma'am. Today is the day of salvation. Don't put it off. Don't gamble with your soul. For what would it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his own soul? Don't risk losing your own soul. If you're a Christian, I'm going to ask you to pray with me. Would you pray out loud with me? Help encourage those who will pray it for the first time. Let's just go to God right now. Here we go. This is scripture. Scripture says, if, if you will believe, then you will receive. So we're believing right now and we're going to take action together. Would you say, Jesus, I am a sinner and I desperately need a savior. You're that savior. And today I accept you to be my savior. I accept your love and all that comes with it. 
Thank you for loving me. Thank you for bleeding for me. Thank you for dying for me. I now confess that Jesus is Lord. Jesus, you're my Lord. I now give you my life. I now receive your life. Now teach me how to live. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you look up here? Man, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, man, we just wanna, wanna celebrate with you because, man, your name right now has been written. It is being written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That, that's, that's a good place for your name to be written. There's no eraser. There's no delete button. You want your name in that book. I mean, that's the most important place your name could ever be is right there. And Jesus said that if you would call on him, you'd be saved. If you just called on him, if you're watching online, would you let us know? If you just called on him and you're here physically, would you let us know by raising your hand? If you're watching online, text the word Jesus. Text that to 866-513-1270. 866-513-1270. Just the name Jesus. Would you do that? All right. Are you ready? This is your moment. Don't be shy. I want you to hold the hand up high on the count of three. One, two, three. Would you hold the hand up high? Would you hold that up high? Hold it up high. 